Hello everyone and welcome to episode 9 of Please Nerf, the podcast uh, where me and my friends talk about games and, and things of that sort. Uh, with me as always is Austin. Say hi, Austin. Hello. Sensual. And Taylor. Say hi, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Excited. Awesome. Uh, and then obviously I'm Eric. Um, so yeah, so today we're talking about art and video games or I guess visual graphic yeah, art typically is going to be the thing, um, but uh, a visual aspect of a game that uh, catches your eye will talk about the best graphics overall, um, so where the art and the graphics kind of make the game or make it iconic, and we'll talk about some uh, internal to the game designs, so like maybe an item, a character, a world, um, things like that, that just really set a game or like a mascot, I guess, make it iconic, right? So uh, we're thinking things like Mickey Mouse's ears, things like that, right? Oh, oh, <laughs> I knew you were gonna. <laughs> I'm so glad that you did oh, that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we'll start with the uh, best art graphics overall. Um, it's not necessarily the one that you think is the best, um, but necessarily, or but instead, um, words are hard. Um, but uh, games that you think are good because of the graphics or maybe iconic because of the graphics um so who wants to start us off Ooh, awesome sounds like taylor go ah oh, damn it um got him <clears throat> so let's see i think that you know one of the uh one of the big kids on the block you know what i'm saying it would be shadow of the colossus because mm -hmm. uh, i remember back in the days on the playstation 2 that game was nutty, and it was just so pretty. I mean, if you, like, look back at it now, it's kind of like, oh, my God, what is this anti-aliasing? And, like, what the hell is this, like, frame issues? Like, what is going on with this game? But, man, as a kid, you, you boot that game up, and it is just, it feels, it feels like the game is bigger than you. And it was just so pretty, because you had to, you had to, travel to every single location it wasn't pick a destination on a menu and then you're there it was now nah, you hop on your horse and get your ass over there and it made you experience the whole world all of its mountains all of its trees its clouds its sky like <clears throat> it forced you to look at it it forced you you had to look at it because if you weren't looking at it then you didn't know where you're going it was just very pretty very beautiful and very intimidating in terms of beauty beauty <laughs> beauty all right uh i think i completely agree i think shadow cross is definitely one of my list um being a, a playstation kid growing up that game was everything that you said and some in my opinion um, and I think a lot of that goes to the visual designs of the game itself. Um, also, like, a relatively straightforward game, if you really think about it, right? And, like, later on in life, when you think about it afterwards, you're like, oh, wow, like, I was scared of this, but it's actually, like, a simple video game. Yeah, like, it was a daunting game. It was like, <laughs> I have to do what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Austin, what do you got? All right. Um, my... Uh... My game of choice is a little bit more recent. Um, just like I have like this one scene that I remember from it, and it's Dragon Age Inquisition. I think that game has like one of the most like pretty worlds 
I've like ever seen and like just the graphics in that thing are just so good um but there's like this one part um and like because there's like different maps that you can go to and like each map has its like own thematic like feel to it like there's like this swampland thing and it's terrifying just because like the lighting that it has and like you know the, the water texture and like all that stuff um but that's not the scene I, I remember there's this one and it's on your way to find a dragon which by the way the dragons in that game are super cool looking <laughs> um but it's like there's like it's in far off back corner of this one map or this one zone and you get there and there's this dragon sleeping like right in the middle of all these runes and then like you look off to the right and it's just like this cliff and there's these big ass like trees like it almost feels like redwood trees but they're not and then like there's like this gorgeous like sunlight coming in and it's just like when i i sat there for like a good 10 minutes just looking at how cool the scene was and it's just it makes me want to play the game. Like, I want to go back and play the game so I can go to that exact spot to fight that exact dragon because it was so gorgeous there. But yeah, that's, that's definitely, like, one of my top, like, visually gorgeous games. They, they, gotcha, gotcha. they did dragons right. Fuck yeah, they did. So <laughs> awesome. Um, so, in my opinion, one of my favorite... Uh, Arts for a game uh, is in Sega Saturn because I never actually played the game. Uh, Bioshock Infinite. <gasps> that game is gorgeous. I I love that game. Um, all the stuff that I watched about it and all that was like it. Most of Bioshock, right, um, has has really good graphics overall. But there's something about Infinite that just drug me into it. Um, you you. I other than like the character models right because like they're kind of like they're they're realistic but slightly cartoony the world itself looks so realistic and I don't know if that's the best word to, to use or not uh, but it's something that I think a lot of games mess up on is like the buildings don't look quite as good because they're not the focus of the game and things like that and it, I don't know but I was like it really really got me in terms of art I, Bioshock, all of the Bioshocks, I feel like scaled everything correctly. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the time, you'll you'll have a video game and it'll put you in a big town where the city is supposed to be thousands of people living there, but mm -hmm. like based on the houses, it's just like wow, why is it feeling like only ten people live here? Whereas Infinite really kind of scaled that, and it made everything feel like wow, this. This is what it would be like if this scenario actually existed. Makes sense. That and just like a city in the clouds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, another one that uh, I never got super into. I played a little bit of, but I, I think along with a lot of people, I thought the game wasn't for me. Uh, but I still think that it looks fucking fantastic is Mirror's Edge. Ooh, Mirror's Edge. Yeah, Mirror's Edge graphics mm. are... It's just like Bioshock Infinite, where it's it's so real, but then there's that touch of, you know, they make you know that's not real, right? It's not supposed to be the most realistic game ever. Um, but there, there's something about that art. Maybe it's just the lighting or something that just really makes everything in the world pop. 
Well, like um, the, the use of red to accent things that are like kind of like the guide, like turning the board mm -hmm. red that you need to jump off of and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, a game that that really takes its art to an, another level. I feel you on that one. <clears throat> um, let's see what else we got. Um, there's took my shadow of Colossus one. That was that was a good one. <laughs> uh, Journey actually is a game that I really like. Um, I I played the shit out of Journey on the PS3. Um, and story wise, it's fucking fantastic. But art wise, it's it's on another level as well. I think. Um, and that actually. I want to use that to segue into um, I'm gonna forget the name of the game now is an iOS game like a like a puzzle game on on your phone and like the map turned oh god I why mean, am I forgetting the name of this game I know of a desktop game that does that Fez it's kind of like Fez I think like Fez. Huh. I have to search for it oh my god I want to do this I'm so bad at podcasting, guys. <laughs> oh, I'll think. I'll, I'll think about it later. Keep, keep, keep it going. While I search for it. <laughs> um, in terms of I think like, oh. art and graphics, I'd say Square Enix games. Just, just Square Enix games, because ever since Final Fantasy VII, they started getting like kind of advanced in their graphics. Like when Final Fantasy VII came out for its time, it was. Those graphics were insane because everything up to that point was just pixels, just eight bit, sixteen bit pixels, and they actually started using like full images to uh, accentuate their world. Yeah, I I think I think they have a really good like way of like drawing you in, right? But then there's just like a slight amount of weirdness to like their their art style that you can like recognize it, you know? Yeah, like you see a you see like a Moogle or a Chocobo or a creature that kind of goes along those lines and you're like, oh my god, what is that? Is that something out of Final Fantasy? Like what the hell is that? Then it's your shit. It, it is. Yeah. I think that those those types of games, like Austin just said, there's something about it that like makes it its own, but it still looks and I don't know how else to describe it other than like a video game, right? Um, those are the games that I really like because it's it's simple, simple changes, right? It's things that, just like Bioshock and Mirror's Edge to me, they look normal, but there's something about them that just changed them just enough to make them their own. And I think that's that's nice. Yeah, there. While I'm just, like in like you know the the newest Final Fantasy, um, there's just like. It has like some real like it it at parts it like it feels like you're like in a real like in like almost real world, and then other parts you're like whoa I'm in like a fantasy world so it's a really good like it merges the two really well and I, exactly. I remember that um, in a couple other Final Fantasies it does that like there's a couple of them are way more like fantasy feel but like this last one was definitely like because I mean you drove a car around you know which is super cool but. Um, yeah, it's just, it was, like, the, I can't remember her name, but, like, when you go to the mechanic shop, it kind of has, like, a re like a realism to it, and then, like, there's a couple cities or whatever, um, 
oh man, I haven't played it in forever, but there's like one. Oh, it's very um. The one with the generator. I say like, I don't know if it's a generator. There's like the the Venice one. It feels like a like a Venice scene. Like it's very pretty, and you're like on a cliff. It 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 looks like real buildings from like, like Italy or something like that. It's really cool. Oh, you know what I'm talking. Big I, I'm city. Just, yeah, yeah. I think it's the big city. It's it, it looks like it was. It's like an old city, but it's like modern. It's super cool. You can tell that they took some inspiration from uh, things around the world. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, if I may, Monument Valley is the name of that game I was thinking Monument of. Monument Valley? Yeah, it's like, like, all kinds of twisty, turny, and you gotta, you're like this little, like, character in, like, white, and you gotta make, like, make it around these, like, black, I wanna say they're kinda like the, the, the plague doctor looking character things. You gotta, like, oh, make it upstairs and on platforms and things like that. Okay, I've seen this game, I've seen this yeah. game. Brayden played it for like a, a long time back in the day, and I would just like watch her play it. We were at like a like an airport or something because it was like so cool to me, the way the art was. Hell yeah! Yeah. Sorry to derail. I was upset at myself because <laughs> I couldn't remember the name of the fucking game. Uh, Monument Valley. If you haven't played it on iOS and Android, puzzle game, really good. I mean, I won, won some awards and shit. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, uh, Final Fantasy. You guys were just talking about. Um, I think one of the coolest things about Final Fantasy is the way the arts changed over time. Oh, um, yeah. Not necessarily just because it's like an old game, right? But there, there are some some of the like Final Fantasies to me are like so different in terms of art, even when they're in like a similar like generation of like console or whatever, right? Or era of game, I guess. And to me, that's always really cool because they're all Final Fantasy, but they're all also like really different because of that. Yeah, they weren't afraid to change it up for sure. Yeah. Oh. Or like try new things. One right. one game where it has like a very very specific art style that has never changed is a uh, Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. I see. I know nothing about Dragon Quest. Yeah, like so. Dragon Quest is kind of like along the sign- lines of Final Fantasy, where like. Not every single Dragon Quest is the same. Okay. They're, they're all different stories or whatever, but the um, the way the characters are like designed, like the eyes, it, it looks very Dragon Ball, I guess. Yeah, eh. makes sense. It's it it just it doesn't change like the the way that they design the characters doesn't change, but the characters themselves do the. Everything else does. Uh, Dragon Quest is where slimes uh, got big as enemies. Oh, okay, gotcha. So like, the it, it's Dragon Quest was one of like the OG RPGs. Um, Makes sense. But again, I think their problem is they didn't really change too much, so it was kind of hard for them to get more of a footing than say Final Fantasy. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. But the most recent game is a banger. Very pretty, very big. So, uh, look out for Dragon Quest games. <laughs> Good to know. Um, Austin, you got any anything else jumping out in terms of arts and graphics? Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to list three games that have come out recently that, uh, 
graphically have made me want to play the games um but at least one of them i, I would never play but um okay spider-man the, <gasps> the new spider-man game has is a gorgeous game oh my god the buildings and that and just like the fact that it 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 just looks it looks so good um red dead to redemption 2 <gasps> that game oh. has like certain graphic elements to it like i saw someone running around in the mud for like a decade and it's just like the that's that's like something that can draw me in because it's like so like that's what the shit that would happen you know and then uh what i can't remember his name oh my god no way god of war god of war god of war game (laughs) is visually appealing yeah that game looks super dope i haven't actually gotten around to play it yet oh man i gotta say all of those are gorgeous yeah right and like, if I, if I'm, I'm, um, I'm super pumped to see more single player games because I feel like that's where, you know, like the visual things can really shine, you know, cause they don't have to depend on like, you know, multiplayer and like 800 different things affecting, you know, the graphics thing. So mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm Dragon Age 4. <laughs> one day, Austin. Um, one day. <laughs> so, uh, weird, slight off-topic for you guys. Um, the the difference in game genres. Do you think that affects art? Because I am obviously a multiplayer guy. I care about the interaction between people, right, in games. Um, but there's something that i've always noticed about the games that i think look the the games that capture me with their artwork or the way they look um are always either one side scrolly to an extent or two point and clicks um to me i think that maybe they just have more of a reason or more of a a, a drive to create a like special original art type i guess um but like games like uh unravel inside um things like that the the side scroll you have one real directive to do um and then also like little point and click games that have like artists that like hand paint you know the artwork and then they're just like digitalized after that things like that um to me catch my eye a lot more than like a a normal I would say triple A game or like a popular, you know, God of War, Red Dead. Like, granted, I still think they look good, but like, there's just something about those smaller games. I think the way that they're done that catch my eye more. Do you guys find yourself doing that with a specific genre? Uh, <clears throat> I, it got me to play Cuphead. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't have played Cuphead uh, if I didn't if it didn't have that uniqueness to it, where everything was hand drawn, hand animated, like. Uh, they actually posted a video on YouTube um, detailing uh, the process to create <clears throat> one of the bosses. Um, and good lord, it's it's cool. And, I, and it's just like some little side side group making the game. No big name going hard at it with a dev team of you know two hundred and fifty. And I think it's it's 
on equal playing field of you know these giant massive gorgeous games because it's it's unique and it's fun okay but you awesome um i i go for what i when i like tart like games that really capture me are like the scenic ones right um so like i'm trying to think of a good example um do you think like when you say scenic are you thinking like environmental type things like kind of kind of like okay so like one of the things that just draw me in right so if say you're changing zones in a game right and you go to the zone and like let's just say that you're going to like um an abandoned mansion right of like some rich person we'll just say and you like enter through their gate and also in the game kind of like like your character they sees you walk in and then it like kind of zooms past you and then like it opens up and shows like the whole mansion and then like kind of like zooms mm. out or something like that and it gives you that like oh shit this is the thing and then from there it puts you back in right like it's like hey we're not we're not going to a loading screen from here no you're in the game now and that was just us giving you that that nice panoramic you know aerial view wow, of this everything yeah so they give you that and then your characters like it, it just goes right back to your character and then you can start walking like it just that type of stuff like really draws me in and like it can just happen out in the world too like where you're running and all of a sudden you're like damn look at that tree that's a good tree you know and Sounds then like, like then you're like needs to play some uncharted. Then you look at other trees and you're like, that's a good tree. <clears throat> but I'm a fantasy player. So like I sure. really, really draw into like fantasy stuff, you know? Yeah. Something that you can escape your reality into. Yeah. Change change it up. Yeah, I feel that. Alright, so uh you're thinking more or less kinda um things like Skyrim. Um, Dragon Age, like you mentioned, things like that, where they're fantasy esque. The world is kind of, you know, involved in the art in a sense. If I'm if I'm being honest, Skyrim is on like the bottom of my list of graphics. Well, I'm just like like game games. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Skyrim for sure. If Skyrim, sure. if Skyrim, well, okay. If if I could, the mods for it that make that game gorgeous look good. But I also think that base game it's dull. I think it's very dull. Yeah, every Bethesda game is. It, it, I just, oh, it just needs color. It needs some sort of color to it, and it, they don't really see the downside. Do with that. the Bethesda game is the community really kind of makes the game. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's rough, but yeah. So, but no, Dragon Age is a very like colorful game and very scenic, and I can appreciate like. I can appreciate art in any game, really. It's just like those are the ones that really draw me in personally. Yeah, that that's your your thing that really gets you. I feel yeah. that. Awesome. It turns um, butter. Yeah, because like I'm I'm the same way. Like I have something that I that I like, right? It's, it's shooters. It's um, some type of multiplayer esque game. Um, but when it really comes down to you know, I like the same thing that Austin mentioned about like the the um, the world esque stuff, Uncharted, Last of Us, things like that. That I'll continue to promote and talk about. Um, though those are the games for that same reason, where like they're they're just realistic enough, right? That I, in some you know, other world or other dimension, I can see myself in this game. Um, but like, 
because of their graphics and stuff like that you know I'm, I'm into it but there's just that weird thing where i see a really nice hand-painted 2d side scrolly point and click game and i'm like holy shit i want to play the shit out of this just because i think it looks good um it might not even be like the game at that point it's just something that i want to like stimulate my brain with i guess i don't know it's a weird thing um all right let's uh move in a little bit different um unless anyone has a game that their their graphics that you know they want to call out real quick um i want to move into original design type things so um a character a world an item specifically that might not be in the best game right like the game doesn't necessarily change because of this but it, it makes you understand the game like you can see it and think that's from this or um something to that extent right so uh my first thing is like um you know i, I mentioned in the, the intro i think like master chief his armor his shield things like that or uh like a specific weapon like you see like the legend of zelda links like sword and shield you instantly know oh shit that's you know that's link that's zelda you know what i mean um so things like that anything jumping out at you guys yeah, <clears throat> the raving rabbits for Ubisoft. <laughs> of all the things to pick, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like you play a Ubisoft game, there's a fucking rabbit in the game somewhere, just like a like an honorable mention, uh, just slapped in to to say, hey, I'm a Ubisoft game. <laughs> great <laughs> is it really is there really one in every in every ubisoft game? every every single ubisoft game there's a rabbit hidden somewhere hmm i'll keep my eye open in some of these games in odyssey it's uh it's like a little statue um outside of the uh actual like game game because assassin's creed has that whole go into the past but oh i, I see i see yeah, so <laughs> I just fucking love rabbits, man. Um, Austin, anything in Jumpatria? Like an uh, iconic creation? The chainsaw gun in Gears of War. That's uh, that's uh, the big thing for me. Oh, oh, aha. This is the uh -huh. other one. The BFG from Doom. <laughs> if you see that gun you know like you just know those are like the big things I, I i can't think of a lot of them like i feel like i haven't um gone through like enough like trilogies or like series of games in order to like really notice like iconic stuff like obviously master chief's armor and like uh you know the the sword and shield link uses and all that jazz i guess a lot of nintendo games in general do stuff yeah like they that. have they have yeah. like i'm not gonna say this has to be iconic right or like you don't have to see it and instantly know um you know or like everyone has to know right but for me i will never play a final fantasy game but to me one of the coolest designed things that i've ever seen in a game is the gunblade from final fantasy 8 i think oh yeah uh nine uh so uh, nine Actually, whatever one it was um it's it's just like a like a like a magnum style pistol gun that just has this massive fucking like 
dagger sword knife butcher knife <laughs> thing yeah that's eight um and to me when i first saw that back in the day i was like taken back i don't know why because it's not like something that crazy right because it's the same concept of like a bayonet on a rifle but like i i don't know there's something about that gun um that always like was in my brain even though i'll never play the game that it's in you know what i mean mm. yeah or like when it comes to like final fantasy like if you see a a moogle a cactar a chocobo you know exactly what See, I, don't, I don't i don't i don't know any of those oh man <laughs> um i know at the beginning uh um i think before we start recording or maybe it was after um Taylor, you mentioned like team fortress you know i see like the characters of team fortress too and i i instantly know like the class i guess um to me like things like that are, are super cool which because each of each of them are designed to be their own that that actually unique. like so someone some i want someone someone say like there was this giant post they made about team fortress 2 and they said that it was designed perfectly for what they had like at hand and it was all of the characters with their personalities and like their their goal i guess in the grand scheme of things mm -hmm. you could picture the tf2 cast doing anything and it would make sense <laughs> it's like oh they're on a battlefield fighting the blue team like well yeah they're mercenaries they were paid to but then all of a sudden robots invade and they must now team up with the blue team to fight the robots like okay okay yeah that makes a little sense all of a sudden now we're on an alien planet fighting aliens yep nope i i i didn't expect that but i kind of expected that <laughs> and then whoop back to back to the battlefield or um, maybe like a, a, a fan animation of the characters using the source filmmaker. No Those matter what they're doing, like even if it's stupid shit, like their neck expanding to like three times their size just so that they can like move their face in really close to someone else and say meep. Like, it's like, <laughs> that's some classic soldier shit right there. Right? Like it's no matter the, what. Wasn't there something like a, one of those ones with a toaster? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know where that's going. Wait, but it not, makes sense, right? <laughs> it was it was a teleporting one, right. wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just so much <laughs> stupid shit, and it all just yeah. makes sense. And that's why like TF2 was designed perfectly for what it was. And that's why it's still designed good, if you think about it, because people still play that game all the time. And people still make source animations with it. Yeah. <laughs> Just some wacky shit, man. Love TF2. <laughs> I have that one of those feelings of like when when like you and like another friend, like two of your friends have like this inside joke that you know nothing about just because I'm so lost when it comes to like the source stuff. So like you guys are like, I, I hear the joy in Taylor's voice and I'm just like, fuck, what am I missing out on? But do I really want to know? <laughs> I'll I'll give you the toaster video later. Oh god. <laughs> it's, it's a dark hole here. <laughs> I don't know if I'm excited or terrified or both. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Oh man, but I don't know. Like, I, uh, ooh, Assassin's Creed. Like, I, I. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. Just like the the hidden blades. Like that was a neat concept. Even even to me, the the hood, the assassin hood. Yeah. He, it, the it's outfit. a basic thing. Yeah, but like that that pointy hood thing. It's it's so cool to me. The um, the uh, 
um, Fisher's um, uh, night vision goggles from Splinter Cell. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a that's a throwback. Fuck Splinter Cell. Jesus Christ. I I really want Tom Clancy to get this in their Cell game. Um, Not Tom Clancy himself because he's dead, but you know. <laughs> Poor Tom Clancy. Whoa. Spoilers. What? Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> what game did he die in again? Okay. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh, another honorable mention, I guess, for me is another game that I I played a long time ago, but I never played the remastered stuff that came out. Was uh, Grim Fandango. Oh, Fandango. The the world of Grim Fandango was always cool to me. Awesome. Do you want to take it seriously? <laughs> I'll, I'll leave. See, see you guys. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but no. So like, um, the world of Grim Fandango was super cool to me because like it was one of those artistic mashups that on paper doesn't sound like it would go together at all. Um, you have like Aztec art, and then you have like film noir. Yeah. And it's like there's no way that's gonna work, but it actually actually ends up pretty well in my opinion. Um, definitely not the greatest game in the world, but. Uh, I thought it was a, a cool, cool concept when I, when I played it back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bethesda games, this one's like a really kind of like out there one, but the jump animation. I swear oh to God. God, dude. Like, no matter what, if you see it's... that animation, you know exactly what it fucking is. Because <laughs> they, they didn't change so in any of their goddamn games. <laughs> Some wacky shit. I, I can just imagine them at their studio, you know, like, gosh, shit, we need to put a jump animation. Oh, just use the one from fucking, uh, hey, fucking Morrowind. Works, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Just fucking. <laughs> right, well, it's gonna be like. You sure we shouldn't movie? update it for like the, you know, it's it's 2020. Like, shouldn't we have a new animation? <laughs> nope. No, if it ain't no, broke, don't you, fix it. <laughs> use the one from 1988. I don't even think they're a fucking thing in 1988 were they uh probably not bethesda mm -hmm. no no yes well i don't know Who they knows? ended up purchasing id software or id software uh they were, uh 1986 is when Holy they were shit. founded oh nice yeah because i knew they pretty close 32 years ago Todd Howard, you son of a bitch. Fun fact, Bethesda, uh, obviously a city in Maryland they were named after where they were founded, it is no longer where their headquarters are. Now they're in a Rockville. Cool. They're just outside of Bethesda. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, Any anything else jumping out? Uh, I feel like... Uh, like... Uh, Kingdom Hearts, anytime you see a, a, a key that looks like it could be a Keep weapon. Alright, calm it down, Taylor. Just kidding. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> How often do you go around, honestly, Taylor, seeing keys and thinking they're weapons? Hmm. Every day of my life. <laughs> Don't answer this day. honestly. Okay, like they have to be oldie like, keys, though. Keys and you're like, Ugh. Must fight. <laughs> okay, like, if it's a key... You know, that's got like a, you know, it's got the like the cool little finger part, right? And then it like has a little bar and then the actual like key part, like where the little, you know, chisel things is, is like 
a little part on the end, then I would think it's a weapon. Well, yeah, because like I would kill someone with that. I, I've I've seen like references <laughs> to uh, to swords in other games uh, simply because like they look like keys, and it's like a yeah a throwback to Kingdom Hearts because you know they got big somehow. I read this book once that uh, the um, there was like a hands of a clock. Like the hands of like a, a specific clock in like this this world, those were like the swords or the weapons, and each one uh, could do different things. Oh, like the the second clock and the the hour clock and the minute clock. It's pretty cool. This is, this is a weird connection, but you saying clock reminded me of Clock Tower, the horror game, which reminded me of Silent Hill, another horror game. Which reminded me of the iconic Silent Hill fog. Boom. Segway. <laughs> to fog. All right. Best yeah. fog uh, in games. Like, okay. You tell me that it doesn't get like foggy in a city and you're like, ooh, Silent Hill. Like, no one? joke. <laughs> we, were, we were playing fucking, uh, when we were in Division, we like fucking went down into like this little uh, construction area and it was foggy AF. You couldn't see shit, all right? It was and I terrifying, was like, to be honest. We're all like, okay, we're going to die. And then there was like a, like, um, you know, a heavy machine, and it had its lights on, and it was just fucking bright AF. Like, the lights in that game are fucking great. Sometimes. And also terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one of the other things, because we didn't touch really on, like, a, like, character, like, the design of, like, a character. Um, to me, most iconic of my, at least my lifetime, in my opinion, uh, is uh, Voss Montenegro from Far Cry Three. Mm. The the you know the uh, definition of insanity guy. Um, the from the from the second that trailer released to the end of the game, that dude, the way he was designed artistically, vocally, um, you know, overall is is very capturing to me, um, and. In my opinion, made Far Cry Three the best Far Cry. In terms of characters, I'd have to say Samus Aran from Metroid. Like you see her armor, or um, spoiler alert, it's a her. Her weapons, dude. Come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> like back in the day, that was like a huge ass deal. Yeah, God, when when it was revealed that Samus was a girl, everybody was like, what? <laughs> Not the fuck is anyway, that sorry. Laugh? I mean, cut you off there. What about what about Samus? <laughs> um, her just like her her suit, her visual, her weapons, her ship. It's all, you know. It's like ooh, Metroid. Like if you were to play a, a space game and they had a giant spaceport and in the background you can see Samus's ship just kind of like sitting in the hangar, you'd be like, oh, cool, nice reference. But, like, you'd have to know that it was her ship, but, yeah, we all know it's her ship. Like, Makes sense. I would see the ship in the background and be like, that's a cool ship, and that's it. Or, like, uh, (laughs) Mega Man's cannon, his hand cannon. That's that's another good example of, like, character iconic stuff. Definitely. Or his death animation. Yeah, no, I think uh, his death animation looked great. Diablo? From, uh... Diablo, obviously. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's that from? 
I don't know enough about Diablo to be honest. Yeah, yeah Diablo three, like that sounds. Diablo. Fuck. He's Actually, the all the angels, the angels in Diablo themselves are so cool looking. Yeah, like, I like if I saw they, those types of angels, I'd be like, oh. I like that their faces are hidden. Yeah. They're, like, very mysterious, and it's not, like, a typical angel. It's, like, they, they're, um, they don't have, like, like, actual, like, you know, bird feathered wings, you know? Like, it's, like, you know, like, the typical angel look. They have, like, those, like. Energy wings. I, yeah, energy tentacle things, and it's like fucking cool. Mothale, ooh, another very well done character from Diablo. I'm so confused on what you mean by energy tentacle things. I'm not gonna lie. I'll show you later. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, what? Just look up uh, Diablo. Um, fuck, what's his Imperius? Diablo three Imperius. I M P E R I. Let's go search Diablo US. Angel. Oh, those things. Okay. <laughs> Energy <Gotcha>. tentacles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, at first I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" What's but now, anti shit. Now, now I get it. You know what? That would be another thing we could talk about. To be honest, cutscenes. Oh. Okay, Taylor. Because <clears throat> cuts is a great idea. I'll let you guys pick which one. Okay, uh, hentai. Um, <laughs> please know if I am ever involved in a hentai episode of this podcast, I will, I will, I will stop. I'll name drop a few if you want. No, we no, are, we are fine with that. We're PG yeah, podcast, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> PG podcast. Well, fuck me. <laughs> well, fuck. All right. Um, cutscenes. Okay, I'm just gonna go out and say Blizzard has cutscenes down. Better than anybody. That's that's a hefty statement. That's it is. That's a bold statement. Better than but, anybody? Fuck yeah. From Diablo 3, those cutscenes, fuck my life. Okay, I'll have you know that the new Ratchet and Clank game turned all of their cutscenes into an actual movie. Has Blizzard made an actual movie? I didn't think so. Yes, they have. Oh yeah? Not with their cutscenes though. Oh, that's a shame. Have you ever heard of uh, World of Warcraft? It's a yeah. phenomenal film. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's the name of the main Didn't character? Really... The, the dude. Crap <laughs> <laughs> bastard. You've never played WoW. His name's Uther. 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 Oh, uh, I... Uh... What? I don't want to be that guy, but... Oh, no. I wouldn't necessarily say that Warcraft was made by Blizzard. Well, yeah, I mean, it was funded, whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, Fuck also. off, Eric. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, God. Um, all right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. The Eric, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send the, you some cutscenes from Diablo the, 3 and just tell me. Because, like, this is old. Like, Diablo 3 is fucking old, and these look fucking good. I mean... Are we really gonna say that it's better than Yuna Ascending in Final Fantasy X, though? Are we really gonna say it's better than the Battle for Earth in Mass Effect 3, though? Or the ending episode 2 of Half-Life 2? Okay, the cutscenes in Final Fantasy the new one. Okay. Eric, who are you? You're 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 dropping you're dropping some nutty cutscenes here. I will I will give you though the the 
the I'm talking three act two opening is pretty baller. Yeah, oh yeah. God. But Glados still being alive in Portal though. Oh my. Well, okay, wait. Are you talking about the feel you? of the cutscene or the graphical design of the cutscene? Because that's different. I guess it's true. A little bit old. Because we're talking honest. graphics here. If we're talking feel, definitely there's different cutscenes. Diablo there's graphics a, are pretty fucking baller. That's what that. I'm saying. The cutscenes. It, it's fucking amazing. Good. Like the transition is disappointing. Like you're like this fucking cutscene is so good, and then you play the game and you're like the fuck. Like fucking make me play that. You know. I see. I see. I'm getting heated. I, I can get behind that if if you're going that route. Yeah, I'm saying graphics. Like, There's a difference between weird, like, feel Diablo, of cutscenes, yeah. Like, with Diablo being, like, the way it is, and then the cutscenes being the way they are, I totally understand what you're saying now. It, it's, like, cut the cutscenes give you the epicness that the game doesn't necessarily feed to you. Right. All of the cutscenes in Halo Reach. <laughs> Those are pretty good. Like legit, I thought in the very beginning of that that, that game, I thought the uh, the cutscenes were live action. And then you change, and you're like, oh, okay. And then it finishes the cutscene. I'm just like, God damn it! <laughs> Get I me back in. <laughs> All right. Oh man, um, I'm trying to think of something else that is Diablo esque. Because like, in terms of cutscene. Because you're going based off of that, like the the amount of not necessarily the graphics itself, but what the art of the cutscene brings to the game overall. Yeah, like the art, like the art, just because the, of the way it's done, and in, in the cutscenes for Diablo three, like they make like you feel like I don't know, just it makes you think these characters are even more badass than what they are in the game, and like so then like you go into seeing them or interacting with them. Because you always, like, get introduced to a character, like, after a cutscene, kind of. Like, you see the cutscene, you see the character, and then you see him in-game, and you're like, fuck, that's that guy? Ugh. You know? Like, the Diablo... So I played Diablo? Uh, I'll, I'll just have to... I'll have to send one scene to you that's just the honestly no, the I, fucking I know cool scene. I, I know, but I just, I'm going to rewatch it, so I figured if you wanted to rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't know, there's... Uh, there's a, Kind of you know, like Halo, obviously, but I feel like that's the the like now, like you know, the year we're in. It seems like a lot of games, especially like Red Dead's doing it really good. Is like they're using the assets of their game, like and maybe like upping it a little bit for the cutscenes, and then they have like a seamless transition into gameplay. Keen- right? Kingdom Hearts did that. They actually, Keen- <laughs> the newest Kingdom Hearts changed the entire art style of the game. So that they could do that, because uh, yeah, which is like great. Were, like, uh, the original, the other Kingdom Hearts, um, there was always like talk of like how the characters that they built never felt like they belonged in the Disney worlds, like because the art was so vastly different. So they mm-hmm. they picked Disney. Um, they they pretty much paired up with a lot of Pixar films in this new one, because most Pixar films have like a similar art. And they adapted all of the Kingdom Hearts art to be more Pixar-based so that they felt like they belonged in the world. And every cutscene was using the, the, the assets of the, the game, and every cutscene had a fluid transition into gameplay. 
It was terrifying. It was great because, like, you know, that's that's pretty exciting because it keeps the. Oh wow! What is the that? immersion. The immersion. There we go. Yeah, it keeps the immersion. Just key. Unless you live in Salt Lake, then it keeps the inversion. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but um. T- oh, terrible segues in the podcast. That's that's wow, what we do dude. around here. Because it's toxic. Got it. Because it's toxic. <laughs> Good job, Austin. You're not even streaming. You're going to toxic. I appreciate it. Any content creation, you know. <laughs> true. 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 All right. Awesome. Uh, oh, glaucoma. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Austin's uh, officially banned from the podcast after those two jokes. Uh, Still here, by the way. Oh, I'm not banned. For now. All right. Uh, we are approaching time, so uh, let's wrap it up. Does anyone have a final thing they want to want to bring out graphics-wise or be good? Real-life graphics suck. Just kidding. Real-life graphics. <laughs> Update your drivers. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm kind of with you on that one. And anyway, let's uh, let's hop into to our socials. Uh, Austin, where can everyone find you? They can find me at twitch.tv slash Celestius. Uh, they can find me at Twitter at Celestius G and Instagram at Celestius G. Nutty. Whoa. Awesome. Uh, Taylor? Um, let's see. At developer T-Boyd on Twitter. And... Twitter. Uh, twitch.tv slash vanilla night two ends one l i'm also oh, no. you say uno <laughs> i said one l oh one l <laughs> so confused. i can say i can oh, say no. i'm not awake enough for this uh as always everyone can find me on all social media at the fragment 77 capital t capital frag number 77 and uh yeah you can find uh this podcast on spotify itunes or google play or youtube on my channel um you can search for please nerf pls n-e-r-f and uh you can find it there um yeah that's that's pretty much all i had so uh let's make this outro even more awkward by uh hitting them with that bye see ya oh i was uh, oh, oh i was gonna say bye uh, bye <laughs>